0: Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at GrillNationShow. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason
1: Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation. I'm your host Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today on Talk 980 AM and on Talk980AM.com. Thanks for joining me as well on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, GrillNationShow.com. Want to thank our great partners and supporters of Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill, who without them, the show wouldn't happen. And, uh, they are some of the finest business people and companies around here in Kansas City. Uh, we have, I'll start off with Kretcher Heartland, Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, Real Estate, Andrew Bash, Guest Coast and Contributor, one of the finest real estate companies around. Kenny Hertz Perry, Attorneys at Law, John Kenny Hertz, Guest Coast and Contributor, great law firm here in Kansas City and throughout the region. Catalyst Government Affairs, Danny Pfeiffer. He's a contributor in Guest Coast. is a knowledgeable political mind and does a lot of work with great companies uh, in state legislatures and the federal government uh, throughout the country. The Rieger Hotel Grill and Exchange, Jay Rieger & Co. Whiskey, Ryan Maybe, Guest Coast and Contributor, Kansas City Power & Light District, and Two West Advisors and Ryan Rink. Thanks for your support of Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Very lucky to have three of the uh, great partners and supporters of Grill Nation here in studio and on the line. We're going we're gonna to start from uh, my right to my left. We have John Kennyhertz, who's the uh, attorney at law and a co-host of Grill Nation. Welcome, John.
2: Thank you. We are uh, knowledgeable about a lot of things and masters of nothing.
1: <laughs> you do very, very well at what you do. Uh, Danny Pfeiffer to my right. From uh, Catalyst, what's up, Danny? Lobbyists and lawyers, you know, <laughs> lobbyists I'm and lawyers. We're gonna get to lawyers here later. Uh, there was a topic we want to talk about with uh, John. Did you see that article? Yeah. Okay. We'll get to that one of the future segments. You know, John has. I'm a little nervous. I mean, I've never. He has a stack of p- topics
3: in it's front of him that.
1: printed out.
3: <laughs> That's my homework,
2: man. Like,
1: I, yeah, I'm prepared. nervous. He's an eagle scout. And we have on the <laughs> on the line we have Andrew Bash, who is actually calling us in today from Colorado. He's a one of. Uh, he's out there. Uh, Doing some real estate work and enjoying some uh, fresh powder. How are you, Andrew?
0: I'm great, Jason. Uh, wait, real quickly—is Johnny really an Eagle Scout?
2: Uh, I, I don't think
1: so. I am actually, but I don't know if he is.
2: grill is an Eagle Scout, so is my father, but I'm not. I, yeah. I, got, I got I got kicked out of the Cub Scouts. <laughs> you don't That's like not the, I'm not yeah, kidding. Do, do
1: you like ca- camping? Though, have you? No, uh, you don't like. Camping? I
2: don't understand it. I don't understand going out to the wilderness <laughs> to try to make it as comfortable as it would be on your own home. Yeah, that's what your back deck is for. Exactly.
0: Johnny, Johnny camps at Four Seasons or the Ritz. That's his <laughs> camping.
1: That's true. Hey, guys, it's Thanksgiving week here in Kansas City and throughout the country. And, uh, you know, one of the topics I wanted to get off first, we've got a list of really interesting topics on the show today for everyone listening. Um, Thanksgiving is kind of a stressful time, right? Uh, a couple of things. Do you guys talk about religion or politics at the Thanksgiving table? We'll start from right to left here. John. Do you think it's proper to do it, and do you think most people do it around Thanksgiving time?
2: So my, m- well, let me back up. Uh, so my mother, whom I think you both know, Danny knows very well. Wasn't
1: she uh, walking the runway lately?
2: She was uh, <laughs> for the young matrons of uh, Johnson County or something. But cool. uh, anyway, she was a nurse at the gyno for thirty something years. Actually, helped Danny with the birth, delivered of all the, three of my kids of his three children. <laughs> Um. So no, there's really no topic that, that is untouchable at, at our dinner table. However, if it wasn't for my father being a Vietnam vet and a hardcore Republican, she would be extremely liberal. So she has this like internal political conflict where she wants to support my father and his views, but she's also a very liberal person. So I have hit on political issues with her, whether it's at Thanksgiving or other family gatherings. And I get a look from my father that is like, "You better shut your mouth, or I'm gonna smack you." Really?
1: Yeah. Because I don't. We don't really <laughs> talk about it. Our family. Sucks. Really? So well, I mean, it, it just depends. Your larger gatherings, when there's like thirty people over there, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you'll talk about polling numbers and stuff. I'm sure, Danny. Danny. Yeah. I mean, Danny I'm a lobbyist. Just,
3: my brother-in-law is a uh, is the chief of staff for a congresswoman from St. Louis. Um, and so we're pretty politically engaged family i guess and your wife my works in-laws. for a
2: former senator yeah right? yeah
3: exactly senator talent and you know my my in-laws are um very devoted fox news uh uh viewers <laughs> so it's one-sided so at your house is so that what you're telling we, us? well no I'm, I'm saying that um they talk about what they see on fox news and then we spend most of our time dispelling it no mm-hmm. i'm kidding uh, but there, there's no, there's a lot of political conversation around the table. I think that's it's pretty natural for our family at least because we're in that business. But I think a lot of families talk about the politics of the day, particularly when there are big things going on around the world, mm-hmm. like there are, you know, where there are right now.
1: Um, Bash, Andrew Bash, Bash. group. Yes. Yes. What are you going to be doing around the Thanksgiving dinner table this year?
0: Um, you know, we'll probably recap uh, the beanie baby party with my five year old and uh, talk. <laughs> is a that bit is about, that
1: happening? Is that happening today?
0: Yeah, we're having a beanie. Uh, I've been I got an invitation for a Beanie uh baby party about 2 days ago and uh it's been set up. I I'm, I'm going to be returning to that when the show's over. Father of the but year. Father of the year. My 9-year-old, 8-year-old and 5-year-old um don't really care about politics, although uh my 9-year-old is a fan of Christie. That's who he likes for president. Mm-hmm. So nice. He, he saw him in the debate so. and thought he was the most uh but we're not going to talk about it in great detail. I can assure you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Bash, up. You, you preserve your sanity on Thanksgiving by going skiing. Is that what you're doing right now?
0: I, I leave everyone except my immediate family for all holidays. That's the best way to make sure that I don't have... I, when I used to uh, live in L.A. Um, and isolate quite a bit, I had an idea that the less characters in my plot, the easier the storyline, <laughs> and I believe that. Well, it's great advice for all yeah, of us I think over the holidays. True. You know, there are a lot of
1: people that think that. You know, a lot of people I know have... Three or four close friends, and that's it. They're just loyal to three or four close friends. I don't
3: know. People. You know, we do, um, we have a pretty, all of our family's close, and, and we have kids, so everyone wants to see you. And so we do both sides of the family on that day. And then we go down to the Plaza Lighting at every, we have pretty, uh, we have a good tradition of going down there. At so, night for the lighting with the kids. So we're we're busy. I mean, we're all over the place. And I, I get what, I, Andy, I totally get what you're saying. You know, uh, kind of well, how I, I approach this stuff. I, yeah. But I got to say, we it's one of the few days of the year that it's actually sort of great to see everyone, you know, because it's a, the, we know the schedule. We're in, we're out. Everybody understands that. And uh, it's kind of great to see everyone on the same day. There's a great list. Well, of and also, ahead.
0: I didn't want to talk over you, but I do come from a broken home, and that changes everything because the holidays are just tough for me. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. hard.
1: Hey, yeah. um, th- these are the questions that you're going to hear at Thanksgiving, apparently, from this Inc article that we read. When are you going to get married? Uh, I'll get that this year, so will Kenny Hurts. Uh, yeah. Um, how when much, you- m- how much money are you making? Uh, I don't ever get that. I don't, our family doesn't really talk about money. We've been over that. You guys harp on me about that. Uh, did you, when
0: am I going to well, see Wait your- a minute. How do we harp on you? What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> I don't talk about money, Andrew, and you're, you're comfortable doing it.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Um, how soon before you get a promotion? Do you just, do you love Donald Trump or do you hate Donald Trump? That will be discussed. That'll be discussed. Um, I, if Hillary Clinton gets elected, <laughs> I'm leaving the country. That was a quote in the Ink magazine. <laughs> so I mean, there's all these things. See, so yeah, political stuff will be talked about, but I think it'll be higher level. Like, because people aren't as immersed in the political <clears> world <throat> as people in the studio right now. I, so I think you will hear uh, questions about Donald Trump. He'll what, be, he'll, he will be the the number one thing being talked about politically. On Thanksgiving.
2: There's nothing on here about what your opinion is of the legalization of marijuana. Well, that wasn't in the ink article. I think that's
0: so. old news because everybody knows it's going to be legal everywhere. As a matter of fact, I'm out in Colorado right now and I've, I've had to seal up my car so I don't get high while I drive down the highway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
2: mean, when you drive into Denver from the airport and you walk used, down the street, it, well, it used to smell like dog food because of all the dog food plants right there, and now it literally smells like marijuana. Or Thanksgiving. We'll be right back here <laughs> on Grill Nation. Thanks for listening. Running down the street like your
1: hair's on fire. Thoughts running fast like a man on the wire. Can't stop
0: laughing, but I don't know why. I don't know
3: why. Keep them going crazy, though. TV and the radio been watching since a baby, so I'm representing Casey Mo. KC Moe. Hello
1: and welcome back to Grill Nation Show. Happy Thanksgiving week here in Kansas City and throughout the country. I'm Jason Grill, your host. You're listening to Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. You connect with me on Twitter, at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. I appreciate you also joining us on iTunes and TuneIn Radio as well as GrillNationShow.com where you can find all of our podcasts and pictures of all of our guests up there on GrillNationShow.com. I want to thank our guests today. We have John Hertz from Hertz Perry. Uh, Danny Pfeiffer from Catalyst Government Affairs and Andrew Bash from the Bash Group, uh, real estate company here in Kansas City, who is on the line from Vail, Colorado. Uh, John Kenny Hertz, one of the things we do when you guys are in studio is we talk about current topics, current events, and, uh, recently you were at, uh, I believe a, a local establishment and a pretty, um, uh, pretty interesting person walked in who is he's very well known on a national level and it was kind of a unique day for you. Tell us about that.
2: <clears throat> so I was meeting a friend of ours, Josh Evans, uh, who Grill introduced all of us to. Um for-
0: incredibly good looking though. I want to make sure we say that on the air.
2: <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> the reason Andy's saying that is because the first time we were at our baseball game together he said, Hey, you need to, I need to introduce you to this really cool guy uh, his name's Josh Evans. He's incredibly good-looking. So, And the, the reality is that he's incredibly good-looking, but we just like to give <laughs> We just like to this, give This grill. show is
1: just it's just, it's just great today. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm very thankful okay, for, hold for hold John Kinnear, Andrew Bash, and this, Danny this Piper. It feels
0: like a Thanksgiving table now, it, stuff, doesn't it? It, it yes, really does. It does. So that,
1: that should be our... We should promote I, the show as a Thanksgiving I have a meal. Feeling,
0: I have a feeling Grill's going to get up from the table angry and not eat any pumpkin pie. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
2: No, he's just mad because nobody will acknowledge he's dressed like a pilgrim.
1: (laughs) I shouldn't have worn my costume today. I know, it's Um, so weird. Okay, so tell us the story. What was the question? By by your encounter the other day in in, in Westport on a
2: Tuesday or Wednesday. Wednesday. At at lunchtime. Correct. Okay, so I'm with Josh Evans. The handsome. Handsome Josh Evans. (laughs) And uh, there's all these cameras around, and like, I mean... Not like some not like the cameras that follow Danny around when he's doing his show, his documentary or whatever. But I'm talking like there was fifty people there. Like all kinds of and you know And there's
1: not many people in the restaurant. At this there, were, time.
2: there were more camera crew people than people eating there. Um anyway, it's like Wednesday at like one thirty, right? And so I asked the bartender, I said, Hey, what what's going on here? And he's like, Oh, uh, it's Caitlin Jenner. I'm like, Caitlyn Jenner? <laughs> I'm like, that is the last thing I would have expected. And yeah, so right? sure enough... Caitlyn Jenner was there. Caitlyn Jenner is filming, uh, I don't know, like her show...
1: Yeah, uh, she's got that show on... What's it uh, called? Uh, I don't but know but what it's but called. But it's why, a, why, was she, why was Caitlyn Jenner in Kansas City well, to film it? I, That was the question all the media had, all yeah. the friends had. Is, did you well, ever I figure think- that out? City
2: Gym. City Jim. City Gym. Yeah. yeah. When, when, so when the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing broke, City Gym... Um, the, they had a the, Google commercial, right? The, yeah, the well, I don't know, maybe the owners came out and said, "Hey, look, we're accepting of anybody and everybody." And I think for at one point they had to have like a security guard or something because they'd received a lot of backlash from him. But anyway, I think that was the impetus of Caitlin being in Kansas City. Why? Yeah,
3: I think she travel. I haven't seen the show, but I think she travels around and visits transgender kids who are dealing with oh, okay. going going through that process or that experience. I don't know if that's why. I think I think that's what they kind of profile right, right, the show.
2: Right. I'll tell you one of the weirdest parts about it was this. So I snap a picture that I sent to all of you guys. I snap a picture, and a guy comes over and says, uh, do you mind not taking a picture while we're filming? And the picture made no noise. There was no flash. I was literally 80 feet away. And I looked at the guy and said, um, I'm sorry, but... This is the public domain, and there's no reasonable Did expectation you, of privacy. You so, really said that? Absolutely. See, yeah, I would have just said he okay. didn't
3: ask for your phone and try to erase
2: it. He can't. I know. I mean, well, but I, mean, I know, but of, you know. Anyway, so I just thought that part was ridiculous, and then it's the ridiculousness of it is this, which I think a lot of famous people and Andy, you can probably speak to this since you're semi-famous. They they want the attention, but they want to control the attention. Yeah, and I sure. can't handle that. So if you put yourself in the public you know light as a celebrity and somebody takes your picture i don't think you should be able to tell them not to especially when you got 40 cameras following you around where you're simply trying to live your life so that part was very annoying. And interesting
1: to me. and so was the man or the uh, the female were they were they aggravated by your statement oh yeah or, yeah oh, they were yeah so, so, like, so, what, he goes, so i so i wouldn't I, this is the difference in my and john's personality i'm more of a uh, uh, bridge builder i guess you would say
2: Oh, I'll blow I, it up. <laughs> I, 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 blow Danny up knows this. Danny knows it.
1: this from my political days. Uh, I would have said, "Cool, man, whatever." And you, you kind of, you kind of talked about your First Amendment rights, your free speech, your yeah, whatever. I mean, come
2: on, well, that's exactly what she's You're fighting for, police. right? Right. The irony.
1: So, so they got they kind of a little hot and bothered by it. I did. What did they say back?
2: Oh no! So he goes. Well, he just said his response was, "Come on, man."
1: Well, for all the
3: contentiousness, <laughs> it looked like a lot of fun. It was on fun. Snapchat. It was fun.
2: So then we had to order a couple of beers and sit and watch well, the show. Well, I mean it's just
1: such a unique situation, right?
2: Yeah, it was weird. And then I uh, so, so you
1: sh- tweeted about it and people
3: were like the media started <laughs> oh, to reach no. out to you. Channel
2: four came down, channel five came down. Of course they were Channel
3: Five was trying to get you to take pictures and send them to <laughs> yeah, them, right? <laughs> right.
2: The funniest part was is they were like they were like an hour late. What about T M Z? TMZ was not there, but I sent them the picture and they sent me a ten dollar gift certificate to Olive Garden. Awesome. They man. did not. Yeah. I'll are, take you. Are you serious? Yeah. It's Dude, like so all like you like, you eat soup and salad. So you said, bottomless you said TMZ,
1: the photo, and just said, hey, I'm a source, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. I, I'm intrigued by that, Mark. You know they were going to do a TMZ DC, but uh, Harvey Levin can never get it off the ground. Hmm. It's the one place he wants to conquer.
3: the hmm. politicians around. I, don't how Danny, I feel the, about that. You don't like that, do it's you? Weird.
2: Andy, what do you think about this celebrity? Uh, you know, they
1: say that DC is Hollywood for ugly people.
2: It oh. is.
3: Cele- what
1: do they say about Jeff City then, Danny? <laughs>
2: um, go on, Andy. What do you think about it's the Dodge I- Patch Jeff the-
0: City's Dodge Patch? Andy, what?
2: What do you think about the irony of the celebrity take a picture of me, don't take a picture of me situation?
0: Um, I'm, I just am completely offended by our society' obsession with the Kardashians, and you know what? I'm super supportive of Caitlyn and whatever she's got going on. But And if she's able to um, help transgender kids, that's incredible. But basically what they'll do, like they always do, um, is they'll turn it into honey boo-boo, and it'll be a total disaster, and it'll make a mockery out of all these kids that are going through a really tough time. It's not going to make the society desensitized to it and more open to it. They're going to have people making fun of it more because they don't – It's it's
2: ridiculous. The only way that I would be, like, I guess supportive of that – is if Caitlyn Jenner wasn't doing this for free. Oh,
0: he's doing it for free?
2: No. I don't think she is.
0: Oh, of course not. Right. But, I mean, I mean, you guys you guys, you guys wouldn't do survive. this. You
2: Okay, I'm going
1: to call you out here, Andrew Bass, John Kinnear. Go for it. You would not travel around and do a television show for free.
2: No, but that's exactly right cuz she's doing a television show. She's not doing something to really help people. She's doing something to bring it's under attention. The guise of helping yeah, exactly. People. And that that I don't like.
0: There's nothing pure about anybody that, that has been living with Chris Kardashian. For well, a long there year. isn't.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, there isn't anything pure
3: about anyone, really. I I,
0: I see what that's you're saying, true, but I think true. it's a very except, suspicious except sort of Bril. view
3: of the, her of her motives. I you know I don't I don't falter for making money and doing something she's passionate about trying to help people. I but I, I don't think that well, when you, you can put say it it's all one way or the other.
2: I feel you. Like well, that's jerk.
0: why Danny, <laughs> That's why Danny is a one of the greatest. Uh, politician lobbyist and all of that's true the history of man. if you're needing something done that was an example of why you should be hiring he frames people. frames exactly. the
2: issue in a way that is palatable i know and now i'm
0: over here i was enjoying myself in colorado and now i want to jump off one of these mountains.
3: So <laughs> will do it with skis on please. yeah
1: hey okay. uh bash what are you reading out there in colorado you're always a uh motivational guy that does a lot of cool things is, is there anything you're reading right now that we should be aware of how to make money no, how to make money
2: in like, the weed business
0: no i that, i already read that book like twice and i i can't i can't figure it out <laughs> Get um, past my
1: first chapter okay go on bash
0: this is what everybody should be watching on a regular basis shots of awe on youtube jason silva if you don't know about this never heard of you it should go check it out and subscribe to it this guy is unbelievable
3: tell us about it in 30 seconds Um
0: uh, he's he's like this add lunatic that has his own show i think on national geographic he puts up these like two minute videos about like just life but the last one is called we are cosmic poetry
3: awesome i think i'd love that
0: yeah you would be all over it Danny. what's
3: the name of
1: it for our listeners
0: shots of awe on youtube and the guy's name is jason silva you should all be watching it on a regular basis
1: oh very cool We just pulled it up we we'll just the screen pulled it up here. on the screen in the studio we'll uh, definitely check that out um Ken, did, not, you, did you
0: read I, any of the... i don't read anymore by the way uh, i've got, you, got bad gl- eyes so <laughs> you do audiobooks right yeah, i do audiobooks well, Ash, I how
3: how's so. your meditation practice in colorado
0: Oh, dude, I got 10 minutes in the other day, and then the kids woke up. I'm really having a hard time getting back into it. I'm dying over here.
1: Blame game. Tough life. Um, Okay, Kenny Hertz, what are you reading right now? Anything we should know about? There's an article in Inc. about top motivational books of 2015. I figured you've read most of those. Rejection Proof, The Achievement Habit, number one and number two. Uh, Johnny, Johnny,
0: tell them the book that you told me. Everyone should read that book.
2: Which, I don't even remember which book that Leadership was. Leadership oh, and
0: Self-Deception.
2: Yeah, so um, I can't attribute anything. Uh, my my, I was somewhat forced to read the book uh, as part of, from a former client slash employer. But I will tell you, and Danny has read the book as well, and there's a follow-up book called The Anatomy of Peace. And um, they they talk about, Taking responsibility for your own actions because oftentimes we live in this society where everybody blames somebody else, like, you know, blames their kids for interrupting their meditation practice or blames <laughs> blames Danny for his actions, you know. If I could
0: kill myself twice, I'd do it, but I'm going to be dead after <laughs> Danny's coming, So
2: It's sorry. a
3: great book. You should read it, Andy. It's uh, really about getting outside the box, seeing people as people and not as yeah. objects, which is a pretty amazing concept when you really think about it because most of us don't. We see people as objects, not as actual people who have their own needs wants and desires for their
1: lives um,
2: yep.
3: taking responsibility it's good it's I a really it,
2: it. it's a really good
1: If you think hey Kenny Hertz we gotta go to break here John Kenny Hurts. uh Grill oh, Nation okay. here but John Kenny quickly, Hurts Andrew John- Bash, Danny Pfeiffer
0: read that book that Johnny recommended for sure we will do <laughs> we'll be
1: right back here on Grill Nation first things first I'm the realest, realest drop this and let the whole world feel it let them feel it and I'm still in the murder business I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics right. I just Welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for listening to Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Appreciate you joining us today. I want to thank again our partners and supporters of Grill Nation with Jason Grill. They are Critcher Heartland, Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, Kenny Hertz Perry, Catalyst, the Rieger hotel grill and exchange J Rieger and co whiskey Kansas City power and light district and two West advisors in Ryan rink. Thanks for supporting grill nation. You can also connect with me on Twitter at Jason grill and at grill nation show also on Snapchat and Instagram at Jason grill. Also we have an Instagram page now at grill nation show fun show so far today. We've kind of been doing the whole Thanksgiving table routine here with some of the grill nationals and supporters of grill nation, uh, Andrew Bash has gone back to skiing uh, in Colorado and, and and hanging out with his kids. Uh, Danny Pfeiffer from Catalyst Government Affairs uh, will be coming back after the break. He's had a uh, a client matter to attend to. Uh, he's always working, hustling hard. So we have uh, actually one of our first guest co-hosting contributors of Grill Nation, John Kenny Ertz from Kenny Ertz Perry. Here he's always the he's the brains behind the operation. Back in studio for the second or third segment today. Welcome back, John.
2: Thank you. one uh, of the
1: One of the interesting things. Oh
2: no, no, go ahead. I go cut ahead.
1: you off. One of the. Uh, well, I appreciate you staying in studio.
2: Yeah. No. 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 Hey, look. Um, these guys claim to be extremely busy, and I work by a philosophy that is very much more structured. Yeah. And I think it is one thing that they try to. Um, work on by doing weird things like meditation and yoga. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and clearly, they haven't been able to master it. <laughs> yeah, it is nice to just
1: kind of schedule a time and become you, right. you I mean, prepared. This
2: is what we're doing right now. Right. So I'm not scheduling anything in the middle of it. <laughs> or,
1: anyway. I agree. Okay. okay. But one of the things that's real interesting, and we talk about entrepreneurs a lot on the show, is this guy Dan Price, um, who is the founder of Gravity. Uh, it's a, what, what is it? It's a, payment, pay, it's a payment credit card processing yeah. and financial service company. The company was founded in February of Oh four by brothers Lucas and Dan price. When Dan was in college, this guy's been getting a ton of exposure. It last, even earlier this year, he got a ton of exposure for his move where he, um, he basically become the $70,000 minimum wage CEO. Mm-hmm. So what, what he did was he was making millions, right? Yeah. And he lowered his salary and liquidated all of his net worth. Mm-hmm. to pay every employee at his company, which is a, a fairly big uh, – 120. 120. people, a minimum wage or a, and a starting salary of $70,000, which is – I don't know if that's ever happened before. I've I'd, I'd <clears throat> never heard of it. Never heard right of it. Now. But So he's the CEO and co-founder. I've heard uh, of
2: CEOs taking huge salary cuts, but then, of course, they've got massive stock options mm-hmm. and or they take owner distributions, and so – you know it's a little different, and, well, it's just a different bucket of income, but I, this guy sounds like has literally taken his salary down to seventy thousand dollars from a million okay and,
1: and yeah, and it's there's two different things to look at here. so when he announced this, he's been in we found this article in ink magazine it was actually in the hard copy and online at in ink uh ink com when he announced this, people were just giving him so much you know right noise i mean you this is the dumbest thing you could do for your business um it's never going to be, it's never going to work. And, you know, initially, what were your thoughts on that? Because I've, it's, it's a weird thing he's doing.
2: So the way that I first, I mean, the first thing that came to my mind was if you look at our society as a whole and you look at people that make a minimum, minimum wage and work, you know, 70, 80 hours a week and are just scraping by. And then you look at the separation of wealth with executives of, big companies that are making, you know, hundreds of millions. And, and then you've got, you know, a group of individuals that are billionaires, like, you know, the Koch brothers that are influencing elections all over the country and really kind of shaping the way things uh, in this country are are moving. <clears throat> and this guy's take on it is, why am I more important than the person sitting next to me if we're all working towards the same goal? Mm -hmm. and it i don't know i mean not to be a you know kumbaya let's all live in some socialistic society but man i mean part of what he's doing seems to work so i think that it's a it's a interesting human experiment and i I think that there's probably a lot of things to be learned from it i don't necessarily think that every company could operate this way but it's pretty cool i mean it's a Hell of a gamble.
1: <laughs> so he, so he was actually recognized by President Obama in 2010 as uh, one of the small business uh, SBAs, you know, entrepreneurs of the year. So he was, he was very well thought of before he did this, and then so now he does this, and you know, he is just getting so much good goodwill out of this, good press. Well, you know, he's got a book deal now. I right. mean, so that's that's the other thing. I mean, did he know in his heart of hearts that this was? Was he planning to be kind of a uh, um, a prophet or somebody that was going to be kind of the, the spokesperson, I guess, for pretty much paying your employees a lot more than, they, than they're normally getting paid. And it's, it's this part of his plan because now he's getting, you know, he's on the daily show. He's um, he's in Fox news. He's on, he's an in Inc. He's all over he's covers of magazines. He's going to probably have a reality show at some point or if he doesn't already. So it was that part of his thinking, you think deep down?
2: Well, I, you know, he's been accused of orchestrating some clever publicity stunt, but <clears throat> look, if that was the case, Good for him. It worked. If it wasn't the case, good for him. It worked. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I don't know. He's gotten people that do things that end up getting pressed for it. I don't necessarily always think do it just for that reason. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, somebody does something that's, that's interesting or, or helpful or, you know, brings awareness or, or just changes the way people think about things, and then he should get some. Press. I just think
1: it's it's incredible. It'll be see incredible to see what happens. You know, he's getting called a socialist. He's getting called a a, a brilliant person. And uh, to see how his business does and uh, how it grows, or if it grows in the next few years with these changes. Well,
2: you know, the one thing he you know is consistently quoted for in these articles is that he didn't. You know, he started saying to himself, "Why do I need you know ten years of." income in my bank account and and you don't and that most people live paycheck to paycheck and that may cause a lot of additional undue stress on people that you want to work their hardest and do their best for you so if what he's done is made his company all that much more profitable yeah, that's it's great. one of the
1: best places to work probably it means going to keep employees and they're going to work harder and
2: it'll be really interesting because you know in any situation where somebody comes out and says you know, I live my life this way, or, you know, um, I live by these principles. It's always interesting to see how long they do it. Right. I mean, he could, we'll see about that. But that's pretty interesting. Um, really cool article. If you haven't
1: looked up Dan Price, check out what he's doing with the $70,000 minimum wage CO in the life. And you obviously will see more of him in the near future. Uh, John, we're both attorneys. You know, I've, we've worked together on different clients. You obviously have a lot of different clients you help out with. Various business matters, litigation, and um, all different types of things. You, you say you do a lot of different types of law, which is great. You help a lot of different types of people. Um, if anyone's listening, but um, uh, we've—I don't know if you ever heard this—but when I was going to law school, I remember them telling me that lawyers are kind of the most depressed of any employees or any 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 profession. Yeah. And there's a new article that just came out—a study that just came out—that was in the Atlanta. Uh, in the Atlanta area, that said lawyers have the lowest health and highest rate of alcohol use. Right. This hasn't changed since you and I. I mean, no, became lawyers. I remember
2: uh, Justice Gernon um, who passed away a few years ago. I got to be not good friends with, but I mean, we we'd talk on occasion. He was a great guy. He was a Supreme Court justice in Kansas. Anyway, he t- spoke to our class on I think on the. Maybe the second or third day of law school about this exact issue <laughs> it hasn't <laughs> changed you know
1: it, the, the findings suggest that lawyers who work in law firms have the lowest psychological and, and psychosomatic health and well being This is attributed to stressful workloads, overtime, and pressure um, and john you, you you know this you started your own company with a partner, but you've you 've worked in different as, as general counsels yeah. and in house and whatnot i mean when you're constantly billing hours. Right. So that's what I do, and right. whether it's in media relations, PR, lawyering, whatever, public policy uh, consulting, everything is billable. Everything is an hour. My, my, I wish my,
2: everything was billable. Not
1: everything is billable. But you know what I'm saying? Well, are keeping the, track of your hours. Yeah,
2: everything is everything is it's, tracked. You're tracking everything. You're, you're looking for recoverables. My workday is boiled down into six minute increments. So we we break down an hour into ten. Ten parts, right? Of okay. six minutes apiece. So, if I have a phone call, I have to note it. I have to note it. I have to bill that time, otherwise, I don't get paid, right? And and so, if I am in the car or I am at home, I got a phone call. Uh, was it Sunday night at almost? It was eleven forty-five from a client, mm-hmm. um, and kind of had to talk him off the ledge about a, a deal that that we've been working on, and you know didn't get to bed till one thirty. And couldn't go to sleep, and then wake up the next morning have to you know bill a bunch of time, and so yeah. The, here's the inherent problem with lawyers that are billable uh, that, that that charge by the billable hour. We are hourly employees, higher paid than most, mm-hmm. but we still have this constant pressure of getting our time in and getting our hours. <laughs> so in. Trust me. and it's and and then the only way to make more money is to bill more time, is to work more. Yeah. And so, or you raise your hourly rate and then half your clients, you know, call and scream at you. So it's, it's a tough, it's tough from that regard. And I don't want to say, you know, oh God, you know, it's so, you know, difficult and being a lawyer. There was a, um, there was a national love your lawyer day a few (laughs) weeks ago. That was something. Did you get flowers? I did not. That was, uh, some, some guy who started it, a PR guy for law firms, I think, that said, you know, lawyers are people too. And
1: yeah, that, that's the quote in this article. We need to acknowledge <laughs> we're human beings before we are lawyers. Right. And if we don't, we're going to continue to lose good people from the profession.
2: I believe that. I mean, it's it's not an easy job all the time, but I don't want to act like it's harder than...
1: Yeah, it's just you, you're accountable and you got right. to, to to people in their livelihood and
2: you have to... And it's extremely competitive.
1: Oh, yeah. It is very competitive. We're talking to John Hertz attorney and founder of Hertz Perry Law Firm. We're going to be right back after the break. Maybe we'll have Danny back for our last segment on today's Thanksgiving episode of Grill Nation. Thanks for listening. I
0: turn the music up. I got my on. I shut the world outside until the lights come.
1: Welcome back to Grill Nation. Jason Grill here, host of Grill Nation alongside John Kenny Hertz, Kenny Hertz Perry, Attorneys at Law, and Danny Piper, Catalyst Government Affairs for our last segment of Grill Nation today here on Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Thanks for joining us today on iTunes and TuneIn Radio as well as GrillNationShow.com. Thanksgiving week is here. We're uh, talking about – this has kind of been a Thanksgiving dinner table. Danny has rejoined <laughs> us from the uh, – uh, I think he was went to get some more mashed was, potatoes and watching some yeah. more football. <laughs> uh, anyways, him. he's back. <laughs> he's back killing it. Um, so <laughs> anyways, Danny, you're back here. I want to get your quick take. There's a polling out this week that Ted Cruz is blowing up. He's uh, a new poll show that it's 25, 23 in yeah. Iowa. Ben Carson is falling to 18 and Rubio's fourth. Are we, are we kind of entering? Are those kind of the four guys that are going to be, in the running, you think in I think Iowa so, I mean the
3: caucus is about sixty days or so away, maybe a little bit less now, um, and I think that people's minds in Iowa at least are starting to become pretty focused on what their options are. If you watch the last Republican presidential debate, the four names, the four uh candidates that you just named all I think did pretty well and got good reviews um Obviously, I think if you look behind that and you look at the numbers, um Trump is still leading um
1: there's a there's a question there, of, yeah, go ahead
3: fairly comfortably um i mean cruz is i think still about 10 points behind him in iowa um and rubio but is he's fine. But, but he's on, but the, he's but coming he's on up. the climb no, no cruz is, doubt, cruz is down no a few points today starting, starting to consolidate support i think ben carson is uh, is, is 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 has some problems okay uh, and
1: and you know a lot of these candidates like the, the the k6 the christie's of the world are starting to from what i've been hearing are starting now to kind of band together to to run ads against donald trump um will that be effective if people start the establishment candidates start going after Donald?
2: The worst ads against Donald Trump are Donald Trump's. Okay. So I mean what can they do? Like I mean, what do, yeah, what do you do? I'm with?
3: skeptical too. I I don't think I mean what are they gonna say or do that people don't already know? <laughs> or he
2: hasn't already admitted.
3: Right. I mm-hmm. just you know, I, I I've and I've said this to you guys before, I've said it on this show before. Um there's not much he can say that's different or worse than what he's already said. There's not much he can do that's different or worse than what he's already done. And the fact that he is a celebrity and that he's a public figure, uh, he's been a public figure um, for so long, it's all out there. So I don't know what they say or do that really hurts him, um, but we'll see. They're, they're smart political people so out you, there. They're going to put together a targeted ad. You think he's, gonna, he, you
1: think he's, he's still front runner then?
3: I think he's – yeah, sure. The polling bears that out no matter what state you're in. I mean he's still the front runner today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think your point earlier at the top of, uh, uh, of this segment I think is is, is – is, one that people sh- is well taken, and people should consider that that you have a couple of candidates now who are seriously on the move. Mm-hmm. Um, Senator Ted Cruz and Senator Marco Rubio, who I think um, have established their credibility over the long course of this primary, and uh, who people are now really starting to look at as viable options to to
1: Carson or Trump.
2: Did anybody watch the Barbara Walters? I did. Deal? I did too. I had my
1: girlfriend maybe. What did you it? think? It was interesting. Barbara asked some some pretty tough questions at the end by saying. Do you think you're good looking? Or she asked me. No, she said. Question. What is it, well, what, Why do you even have to ask that? She goes. What do you hate? What do
2: you hate most about your appearance? Yeah, I'm um, like, what? <laughs> anyway, uh, like,
3: I like everything. What he, was your favorite he, question she asked? She honestly. just was
1: everywhere. But it was interesting. I mean, I watched it. I was. What about his kids?
3: Okay, I, I think yeah, his yeah. kids are fairly impressive. His I, kids I think, are impressive. I think that, and I think that's a measure of a person. I got to tell you, it's a guy right. with kids. A guy with kids that spends a lot of time with other people with kids. It's a it's a pretty fair measurement, I think, of a person. Now, it's not a completely fair measurement. Some kids are just bad kids, but all in when you look at his kids, they're pretty impressive.
2: Well, crew. and and if you look at it from like a very um, micro versus macro type of thing, you know, just leading his own family, yeah, you got to say he's done a really good job because I agree. they were the way that they interview. Number one is incredible. Number two. I mean, his daughter Ivanka is so impressive. Rock I mean, yeah. And then both of the sons—they're like when he calls when he doesn't call us on Saturday morning and ask us why we're not in the office. That's a good Saturday morning. <laughs> I mean, the guy works hard. You cannot fault him. I, agree. For I thought it was really working. humanizing.
3: I mean, watching him interact with his family, his mm-hmm. wife, and seeing him with his grandkids. I mean, of course, it's always going to be that way a little bit. But with a guy like that, I mean, you sort of – I think you get a sense for whether it's legitimate everyone, or not, and it seems very legitimate. I mean it's a very thing, close though, relationship Everyone that
1: knows him. the guy that's on the national media, even the Keith Oberman's of the world, live in that building. And they say Donald Trump has always been nice to me. He comes up to me in the hallway. He's like, yeah. how's it doing? He's so nice in person that yeah. that's why people that are seeing him now on the stump attack people are kind of like, this is a different guy. Oh. This is not yeah. the guy we know that – and they don't even agree with him politically, but they're – they're kinda of like, what is he doing? Right. But maybe it's it's what he's been he's been doing, it's been working, so he keeps doing it. You notice he pulls back sometimes? The, weird, the other time. weird
2: thing that kind of came across to me not overtly from the show was that I mean, not that it's a good thing. He's had three wives. Yeah. He's got uh what, three, four, five five kids. Five, five kids, kids by three, three different, different women. women. He's had success, he's had failure. I mean, filed bankruptcy. He's done, I mean, he's done so many things Mm -hmm. and it's not all success, but more success than, than not. Right. And so I think that that, I think that should go a long way with people, especially when you compare them to people that haven't done a whole lot except for in the political world. Yeah, when you I look agree. at
3: I mean you look what he has to do to appeal to voters uh mainstream voters for a pri- for a general election against like a Hillary Clinton if you will if she ends up being the candidate some people have cert- very some people you know this Jason you ran for office some voters are very specific and care about one issue mm-hmm. uh other voters care about a lot of issues so people are going to look at Trump some are going to care about one issue they're going to be for him or against him based on that most people are going to look and say okay is he a good person to have, is he credible? Does he have what it takes to run the country? And what are his policy positions? It's sort of an algorithm. It's like five, six, seven things they weigh. And you know, I think that he has done well to demonstrate that he can attract people in some of those ways. And I think he's done a lot to polarize, uh, polarize himself and taking some positions that are very questionable. Yeah. Um, that may not uh, that that may hurt him in the long run too, and I think that that's playing out now. To your point again, it's why Senator Ted Cruz, why Senator Marco Rubio are starting to get another, a second look and are gaining more support uh, in the in the Republican uh, well in Iowa in particular, um, because I think that pe- some people are starting to say, uh, you know, we like Trump for this reason, but we're not so sure what he said about X. You right. know? but it's the he same. It's the same
2: irony. As the celebrity, take a picture of me. Don't take a picture of me. I want to be famous, but not too famous. It's that people are saying I don't want to vote for the typical Washington Washington politician, right? But But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that's what they want. Yeah,
3: sure. They want someone who understands how government works, that has demonstrated leadership. I mean, and I do agree with that. I mean, I think at the end of the day, there will be sort of a pivot back to that. Right. Um it'll just be a question of whether or not, you know, uh Trump has enough momentum to carry him through some of these early primary states. I love so, it.
1: I love it. I love the political talk, guys. Very informative. Danny Piper. I love it.
2: He's an expert.
3: Danny
1: Hurts, you 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 did well too. Thanks. You did well too. Real quickly, last <laughs> segment of the show. It is Thanksgiving week. We did have Black Friday yesterday. We're taping the show in advance. What are your guys' thoughts on Black Friday? Uh Cyber Monday, we have Small Business Saturday. What 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 is all this <laughs> stuff? And what, what will you be doing for uh for Christmas shopping? John, you, you seem to be someone that just pays full price at the store at the last <laughs> <week>. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Makes I, his assistant yeah, buy everything. Yeah, Are you kidding me?
2: I mean I'm kind of all over the place when it comes to Christmas shopping. I don't really have a strategy. Um usually it's Fairly last minute. Yes. I mean, for <laughs> those of us who are Mad Men
3: fans, you got to love it, right? This yeah. is Madison Avenue at its finest. It's manipulated and created all of these reasons for people to go spend money. I love um, it and be hyper consumers. I guess uh, I don't participate. I buy everything online, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I don't really do that kind of. I don't look for. I don't people. do it at
1: Black Friday either.
2: Is it So it's true, Danny. You said Walmart isn't doing Black Friday? So I
3: read
1: that somewhere. I'm not sure
2: it's not true. Sure, I didn't no. get to verify it before we I, got I, on, I, but I,
3: I understand. Well, they're not doing the doorbuster thing, like where you see the YouTube videos with the crowds <laughs> and people trampling each I, other. Yeah, Apparently, they are not doing that
2: anymore. They probably just don't want to pay employees overtime. Well, liability, <laughs>
3: too. You know, they probably, probably yeah, get
2: hurt.
1: Guys, thanks for joining us today. I know we had an interesting show today for Thanksgiving week with Andrew Bash from Colorado. Hey, can I
0: get some more turkey? You can. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm going to go I'm gonna take my
1: pilgrim off. Outfit off, off. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation. John Kinnear, Danny Pfeiffer, Jason Grill. We'll see you next time here on Grill Nation. Have a good one. Take care. Hey!